This is the Kitzer of Sicher Beis of Parshas Vayera, Chelek Yud, page 55. The Rebbe here talks about the Rashi Vayigash Avram Vayema Ha'av Tispech. When Avram Avinu comes to speak to the Eivishter, to beg him not to turn over the city of Stein. So Rashi says, Vayigash Avram, Matzino Ha'gosha Lemulchome, Vayigash Yoyev Ha'gomer. The term Ha'gosha is used in a war, in the Pasuk Vayoyev. Ha'gosha Lepios, the term Ha'gosha is used to persuade Vayigashel of Yehuda. HaGashel Tfilah, it's also used in davening Vayigashel Yehoah Novi. Olochol Eile Nichnes Avram Ladabe Koshes Olepiyas Olatfilah. Avram here comes near the Eivishter for all three purposes, to speak strong words, to persuade the Eivishter, and to daven to him. So, the Rebbe asks a few very strong and basic questions on this Rashi. If you take a look in the continuation of the Pasha, you'll clearly see there these three aspects in, Mesh, in Avram Avinu's words to the Eivishter. It says clearly later that he spoke to him strong words, Rasha. he spoke to the Eivishter words of persuasion, and he also davened. So if that's the case, why does Rashi have to bring from the fact that we find in other places that the term Vayigash is used in a context of these three things, if we can clearly see here in the continuation of the Parsha that this is what Avram Avinu did. So the Pele is, why did Rashi Bechlal stop to explain the, words Vayiga, the word Vayigash? Why is Rashi bringing both words Vayigash Avraham and explaining what this is about? If the term Vayigash is very simple and clear that he came near Hashem, and if Rashi has to explain it, why doesn't Rashi bring from what it clearly says here in the continuation of the Parsha of what Avram Avinu did, and instead he quotes me from other places to explain what the term Vayigash means. Then the Rebbe points out, you have a similar thing by Yaakov, where Yaakov also, when he's approaching Esau, prepared in three ways, Deirin, Tefillah, and Mulchama, and Rashi points that out over there. And there Rashi brings the Psukim, that it says in the Parsha, to point out the three things that Yaakov Avinu was doing. He doesn't bring from any other place. Then the Rebbe points out that Rashi says that the Yigashel of Yehuda was pious, that Yehuda spoke to Yosef words of persuasion. But there, in Parshish Vayigash, Rashi says that he spoke Koshes. So what's going on? What did Yehuda speak to Yosef? Then the Rebbe says that Rashi here uses a term that the Pasuk doesn't say. The Pasuk says Vayigash, and the term Rashi uses is Lachol Ele Nichnas Avram. Avram entered. Why does Rashi change the Lashon of the Pasuk? So the Rebbe explains. The basic question that's bothering Rashi here is, Vayigash Avraham, is extra. Right before this, the Pasuk says, Avraham was there, standing in front of Hashem. So what does this mean that Avraham came near Hashem? So therefore Rashi is Mechadish, that this does not refer to Avraham moving locations, whether physically or spiritually, to become close to Hashem. Rather, you're talking about Avraham Avinu internally, changing his mindset and coming with a new attitude to address Hashem in a certain way that he hasn't until this point, even though he was already standing in front of Hashem. So the Vayigash refers to a change internally of Avram Avinu. So what's this new change that takes place here in Avram Avinu? So the Chiddush of Rashi is that although we see in the continuation of the Parsha very clearly spelled out that Avram Avinu will employ three different aspects to his strategy in talking to the Eibishter. There's going to be hard, harsh words, strong words. There's going to be words of persuasion. There's also going to be tefillah. However, the Chiddush of Rashi is, it's not that Avram Avinu came with one strategy, and when that failed, he tried a second, and when that th- failed, he tried a third. 
right in the beginning. The mindset of Avram Avinu was, he entered in the beginning with this kavana to use all three strategies necessary to get Hashem to annul this decree. So that's why Rashi uses the term nichnas, that when Avram Avinu began, as he, he entered, as he began, he changed his attitude right from the beginning, and he planned then to use all three strategies. So therefore Rashi does not bring up here from what it says in the continuation of the Parsha. The fact that it says later that this is what actually happened, that doesn't mean that that's, he began with that mindset. It could just be that he tried one and it failed, so he tried another. What Rashi is saying is, because these words, Vayigash Avram, are extra, he was already standing in front of Hashem, so what is Vayigash Avram teaching me? It's not teaching me the fact that he had his initial mindset to speak hard words. That's what he began with. So we know that that's what he spoke in the beginning, and that's what he entered with in the beginning. The Chiddush of Ayigash is, this is a specific term that we find in other places that's used in a context of all three, of Koshais and Pius and Tefillah, that here the Torah writes this extra words, Vayigash Avram, to tell me that here, as soon as Avram entered, he entered in a Vayigash mode with all three strategies to speak to the Ebesh, the Koshais, Pius and Tefillah. That's the main Chiddush of Rashi, and that's why Rashi brings from other places to prove what this term Vayigash means, to understand what this word Vayigash, which is extra, is teaching us right over here. So then the Rebbe explains, when you look in Rashi in Vayigash, so it's true that Yehuda spoke to Yosef Koshais, but that comes later, when it says, So there Rashi says that he spoke hard words to Yosef. Uh, but however, you look in the beginning, Vayigashel of Yehuda, he says, Biyadaini. Biyadaini is, he's begging him. He's trying to appease him. He's trying to persuade him. That's the Pius. So that's obvious. Rashi doesn't even have to point it out. It's right over there. So that's why Rashi proves that he spoke to him words of Pius, and Rashi applies it to our case. The fact that he also spoke Koshes later, that Rashi says separately, that's not the main touch of the word Vayigash, which Yehuda came originally to Yosef when he spoke to him, right in the beginning, his original intention when he came to speak to him was to speak to Pius. Later, he also employed another strategy of Koshes. But our Rashi is bringing an eye from the simple words that it says in the Pasuk, Biyadaini, by Yehuda. So, now the Rebbe points out that we see here in Rashi an amazing thing about what Avram Avinu did. In Yenish Altair and Rashi, we can see that Avram Avinu, which we know Avram's main middah in his relationship with Ebeshter is Ava, Avram Oyavi. So Lechayra, Avram Avinu here is speaking to the Ebeshter strong words. Avram Avinu is speaking koshes to the Ebeshter. This is going completely against the grain of Avram Avinu. How is this possible? So the Rebbe points out, Avram Avinu, that represents Chesed and Ava, it's not only because this was his nature. He had a natural tendency to, to be stronger in that area of Ava and Chesed. It's because the Ebishter wanted that Avram Avinu should be the pillar of Ava and Chesed. This was Ratzna Kaddish Baruch That's why he served with Ava and Chesed, not because it was his nature. So therefore, Avram Avinu, when it comes to a situation, an extreme situation, where there's already a decree, and the decree has been put in motion already. There's the Malach that's already going out to destroy the city. And Abish tells Avram Avinu, I'm doing this. And Avram Avinu has to stop a decree that's already so far along. Over here, Avram Avinu understands that he can't just use his nature of Ava. Avram Avinu doesn't make any calculations. And he knows that the only way is to speak 
strong words, to speak koshes to the Eibishter, going against his grain, against his nature, and against his usual Aveda. And right from the beginning, he starts and enters immediately, ready with the greatest intensity, with a strategy to employ whatever necessary, and especially to begin with koshes, to speak strong words to the Eibishter, to stop the Eibishter of turning over the city of Zdaim. So from this, the Rebbe says, we take a very important lesson when it comes to be of any yid, whether begashmias and even more so is to be of a yid to the Eibishter. A person shouldn't make calculations and take measured steps regarding the actions that he's doing to be of someone. You have to invest yourself into this fully and use every angle and every aspect and every strategy to engage this person fully in, the, in, in bringing him closer to the Eibishter. And no one should ever argue and say that the main thing is the fact that I'm, I'm reaching out to him and I'm doing, I'm offering and I'm being makar of him and that's good enough. The fact that I'm, uh, whatever I'm doing is a, a maisa hua ikr, that the person could uh, connect to me. No, it's not enough, says the Rebbe. You have to do it with a chayis and a taikif rav. Only if a person involves himself fully, and here the Rebbe is medayik, the word of Rashi, Nichnas means that you invest yourself, you enter into this experience of being the car of somebody and elevating somebody with the fullest extent possible. So then we are, gonna, we are guaranteed that what you do will bear fruit and there'll be hatzloche in your Aveda.